0: Hopefully, hopefully my peeps can hear me, my loves. Yes, 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 yes. Do you think they will be able to? Of course. I'll just talk loud. Welcome to the JV Impacts podcast, where our mission is to impact someone's life every single day. We focus on how ordinary people become extraordinary. And here is your host, John Vasquez, the self-published author of You
1: Must Believe Way of Life. Let's go. Welcome to the JV Impacts Podcast, where we talk about motivation, health, and life. I'm your host, John Vasquez, the self-published author of The You Must Believe Way of Life. And on JV Impacts Podcast, we're here to make sure that each person knows that they have the power inside of them to accomplish great things. And we focus on how ordinary people go to extraordinary. And we have our first guest, Letitia Villafana, who's going to take us on a journey of how she went from ordinary to extraordinary, short two years ago. Now, be ready, guys. I see a lot of people joining on Instagram, on Facebook, and then YouTube. We'll see you guys tomorrow. The lightning round is coming up. So you're going to be able to ask questions. So you're going to see this live. We're going to be coming to you. We're going to be looking into your eyes. And I'm going to be looking at your questions. So get ready for your questions in about uh, 30 minutes. So, Leticia, let me talk a little bit about Leticia and introvert. <laughs> Letitia was born October 16th, 1987. She likes long walks on the beach. (laughs) And she is single, everybody. All right. So she did her first competition in November 2016, the Felicia Romero Classic. In July 2017, she did the Miles production. She placed fifth. In her first show, she placed sixth. Listen to this, guys. In her third show, she just did on Wednesday, her first national show. Check this out. Unheard of. She placed top five in her first national show. So congratulations. Give her a round of applause. Congratulations, Letitia. So, Letitia, tell me a little bit about yourself.
0: Okay. So, um, first of all, thank you. Hello, everybody. Um, Okay. So I am about to turn 30. Uh, I was actually uh, raised. uh, uh, The biggest thing about me, I guess I would say, that started really everything is um, I was raised by two parents that were immigrants to the United States. Um, My dad's from the Dominican Republic and my mom's from Mexico. And I'm very, very, very proud of that. Um, My father was in the army and we moved my entire life. So that was a big impact. And just, um, I mean, we'll go into it later, but just why I do what I do today and why I'm so proud of that. Um, I am in the financial business. I am a supervisor or manager in uh, Wells Fargo for our fraud department. And I bodybuild as my hobby, but definitely my passion. Um, I have a sister, a brother, um, and two a twin nieces, actually. And that is huge in my life. Like, those are all my people, my motivation. So, um, I mean, I can go on and on just about random things. And so, yeah, that is just basically in a nutshell, like, who I am.
1: That's awesome. Well, teacher, tell me a little about your parents being immigrants coming across. How did that play part in your success? Um...
0: Huge part of my success is uh, because of that, uh, my parents, came with nothing to the United States. Um, They met in New York, actually, and they came with nothing. And my dad always had that mindset of whatever you put your mind to, you can succeed. And he has said that to us since we were kids, um, repeated it like whatever you want, you can be whatever you want to accomplish, you can accomplish. You just really got to put your mind to it. And it sounds so cliche, but that was something he said because he came to the United States with nothing. Um, I mean, nothing at all. Not a home, not a job nothing and he always knew he wanted to uh, have a big house have a car have a family um, be uh, wealthy and get educated and everything he said he's accomplished I remember when we were kids we used to drive in neighborhoods and he would always say that's our next house that's our next car that's our next neighborhood. And we, it would be far from what we were living in. And every time uh, we, we moved to the next level, it was always what he said we were going to do. And so with that mindset, it's always been embedded in me. Um, my parents never let anything stop them from getting what they wanted or where they were going to go. And I truly believe in that. Whatever you put your mind to, you really can succeed. And it didn't happen for me. Really, I didn't really notice it until this sport. That's and... wonderful.
1: Let me ask you a question though. When you were a child, when your father was acting like that, I, I'm a father, right? Yes. And so obviously, you guys know I left corporate America yesterday, player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm live at JV Impact. I'm full in, uh, self employed, and this is uh time for me to show my kids. Uh, that you can do great things with the power of the mind, right? Mm-hmm. So as you were a child, so being a father, uh, how can I learn from this? And how can I learn from your father and his great inspiration, being an immigrant, coming here with nothing and showing you the mindset, what did it look like as a child? How did it feel? Did you understand it when you were a child?
0: No, not necessarily. You know, what was amazing about it is that even through all the hardships that my father went through and my mom, they never let it weigh on us as kids. I remember feeling like we always lived a wealthy, good life because of their attitudes. They never let it touch us. Like, and anytime we had any sort of hardships, they were always saying like, you know, it's okay. Like what we want, we're going to get as long as we stay positive, as long as we have faith in God, we're going to get what we want and what's meant for us. And whenever it feels hard, that does not mean to stop. When it feels hard, that means something's working. And that was always what we were told. And so to keep going through the hardships. And so like as a father, he always demonstrated like, I I mean, he never let those moments like, falter what he wanted to do. He always explained to us and very authentic. Like, even though we were kids, they never made it seem like they were talking to little babies. They always were very open with us and like, hey, we're going through this, but it's okay. We're going to get through it with God. We're going to get through it because I said we were going to get through it. So we will as a family. And, and that was definitely a big part of my childhood and seeing all the obstacles they went through, but never let it change the person that they were or That's their faith. Powerful. Yeah, so. I see
1: that playing out in your uh, Instagram post and your Facebook. Yes. Uh, you talk a lot about, about your faith in God <laughs> and, and how you can accomplish anything. Tell, tell us a little bit about your foundation. And, you know, we're going to go into in just a moment, guys. We're going to find out what the mental shift was to get her to that next level. But I want to talk about that. You talk a lot about your foundation. It seems very important to so you. Talk oh, about that,
0: absolutely. Um, My foundation, I mean, my, my family, we were raised Catholics, but they never— really pushed that on us. It was more your relationship, personal relationship with God. Um, it doesn't matter what religion you are or what beliefs you have. It's your relationship. Nobody has to know it. It's between you and God. And I know the people who know me know that that is who I am. And the people who don't, I know you're starting to see it through my post. I always want to make sure that who I reflect is a faithful woman. And um, because it's done works in my life that I want And hope that it does works in others' lives. So I want to always reflect that. And um, so growing up, I mean, it was always really influenced on us or pushed on us to keep our relationship between us and God and just have faith and ask Him for anything. He already knows what we want, even before we know what we want. And um, and just keep that top of mind, but always always put it first Uh, and I know it's easier said than what it is done. Um, But my foundation was to have my own personal relationship and conversations with God. And, and that is what I have done And this prep. I know we'll go into it is when I found the deepest level of a relationship with God um, that I never found before. And it took heartache and it took um, hardships to get to that point. So, um, I, I I testify on that and I and I hope I reflect that in my social media um, because that is what worked for me and that is what's working for me and that is what keeps me peaceful even through the hardest times and keeps me humble um because that is everything that is everything yeah. for me so. so
1: let's talk about that I've known you for a long time Latisha. Yes. you' been in 10 years.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, 10 yeah. Years. So, the interesting yeah.
1: thing, guys, the funny thing yeah. is, I used to be in uh, banking as of mm. 24 hours ago. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm live with the Impacts now. But, Leticia Villafano, we worked together yes. in the first uh, branch that I went into. And I've known you for a long time, Leticia. Yes. Uh, you've always been kind, caring, and you guys know she's damn funny. Which is hilarious. <laughs> but, I laugh so a lot. tell a little bit about this. I mean, I saw you pop up on Instagram, I saw you on Facebook, and all of a sudden I saw this radical, because I was radio silent, six years off of social networking, I was mm-hmm. kind of crawled into a cave, I was studying mm-hmm. my self-motivation, really developing my mind, so I could go out and impact the world. Got back on social media and boom, here it pops up, Leticia Villafana, and I saw a transformation that was absolutely unbelievable. So talk about what was that mental shift for you that helped you get that transformation? And a lot of people want to hear that stuff, right? Because people are struggling with their health, people are struggling with their uh, spirituality, people Mm -hmm. are struggling with getting back on track, but what was it for you that just triggered in you to get to that next level?
0: To be 100% honest, What it was, I'm very, very close to my sister. My sister is my biggest inspiration. Her name is Monique, and um, she's just such a beautiful human being and has always treated me like I am her child and wants the best for me. And when we were blessed enough to be um, gifted with my twin nieces, uh, Jaden and Kaya, um, my sister carried her pregnancy so beautiful. Um, She was healthy running walking um she was always into the health uh world the fitness world just doing it on her own But um, when she got pregnant, she had such a healthy pregnancy and still had like cut arms. And I love that. That was like my favorite thing about her is that she had like really nice defined arms. And I remember making a comment to her in her living room. And I was like, oh, my God, thank God we have good genetics. So that means when I become pregnant, like it's going to be like a, a really beautiful look because she carried it so beautifully. And she just said she's like, no, like, to be honest, this isn't. This lifestyle or this way of um, eating does not formulate when you come to that like pregnancy or you come to that obstacle. This is formulated through a lifestyle. She's like, so if this is what you want, Mm -hmm. you need to start now. And she's like, you need to form this lifestyle now, because when you get to that point, it's much harder to hold on to those type of habits without having it as a lifestyle already. And I don't know what it was. Maybe it was hearing it from somebody that I love, that I I look up to, and then seeing that what she was saying and speaking of was a true testimony. Um, So I got back home, and I knew that I have tried multiple times to uh, start working out, start eating clean. Um, skipping meals. Uh, I was on fat burners and like, or one meal a day. And there was one point I even became malnourished and unhealthy. And so I knew I had to do something different. And um, at that point, I was like, you know what, if I want to change, I need to learn how to invest in myself. Mm -hmm. And that investment will hopefully get me results. Mm -hmm. And so I met a wonderful coach her name is edith trinidad and Shout she edith. yeah edith <laughs> mwah, a wonderful coach and she i had asked her just for like a workout plan and she was like this is a lifestyle. Like you need to invest in a nutritional plan as well as a workout plan. Not not one over the other. It's a hundred percent both ways. And so um she worked out an amazing uh deal with me to do both of my things, my nutrition and my um my workouts. And I met with her twice a week to actually work with her and learn proper ways of forming. So having a mentor is like the Biggest piece of advice that I tell people, that's what made the difference is having somebody that you can see. And I chose a mentor based off of like looking up to her. Like I, I love that she was a mother and that she had uh, at that time three or four kids and she, she was actually pregnant and then had three kids and she looked phenomenal and she was happy. And it's more than just the look. She was just such a happy person. Same thing with my sister. And I looked up to them. So that's how it all started. And it just kept going and having a mentor being there. I mean, people think that I had this perfect run during this time. I've messed up a million times, a million times. (laughs) Like I've had like Monday, we restart like 20 times and, um, or more actually. And, but to have that mentor that just keeps your mind focused, like it's okay to make mistakes. Your body starts getting used to this routine and it will know what to do when you make those mistakes. If you stay consistent, that kept me like, okay, it's okay to like, Make a mistake because my body now knows how to how to process these things. My body knows how to jump right back on track. And so being able to have that like mentor really like keep my mind strong. Um, it made the biggest difference. Awesome. So and I so. want to ask
1: you a question. You brought up something very, very powerful that a lot of women and men struggle with. right? Yes. They get started and they stop. Also, they're taking the fat burners. They're not eating enough meals. They're they're uh, eating one meal a day. They're starving themselves on these five hundred calorie day diets. Yeah. I do not recommend that. guy. not at all. I eat that stuff. a lot. So <laughs> let's talk about that because I want you to inspire women and men alike. Mm. Uh, a lot of people think they need to under eat, right? Be malnourished or take the the. Uh, the uh, fat burners, right? Mm-hmm. And so fat burners, what I what I know is it stresses out your your system, it mm-hmm. uh, gets you in a different state of mind. It, your body's under malnourished. Your body actually does the opposite. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about that and how you learn through that.
0: Um... Wow. Yeah. No, I'm my, my coach, my mentor was very anti-fat burners, anti-skipping um, meals. Um, I learned through this process that I actually, when people are like, oh, you're dropping weight, uh, you must not be eating. No, actually, I am eating and I'm eating a lot. I eat six meals a day, and um, but it's healthy whole foods, um, foods that help energize you through your day, foods that help make your muscle look lean, foods that keep you, uh, I mean, just your your body clean to where it knows how to process these things because you're giving it all the right gasoline to like get through your day. And so um, I highly recommend, again, someone that can guide you with nutrition because with that, um, like John mentioned, when you're stressing your body out, not giving it enough sleep, which is one thing for real, I learned this prep, um, that sleeping is very important and um, and then you're giving it fat burners and you're, you're feeding it one meal a day, you're actually stressing your body out. And when you stress your body out, you release cortisol. And that's what makes your fat stubborn and that's what makes you retain water and bloat and you know and so the biggest thing that i um and i don't know if i'm going off track but the biggest thing that kept it for me going and sticking with my meals is one asking questions never feel stupid and if anybody ever makes you feel stupid for asking a question i highly recommend you turn (laughs) around and run because a mentor will never make you feel stupid a good mentor and so the biggest thing that i learned that i would give advice to men and women because i hate to leave the men out because i have a lot of people that ask me questions that are guys too and i appreciate your guys' support very much um, is take it hour by hour meal by meal don't do the whole Oh man, I messed up my breakfast. I ate this, and oh, I just screwed up. I can, I, I'm off track. I'll just start next Monday. Or beat yourself up over and over and over again for one meal when you still have five other meals left, or you still have three other meals left, or you still have your next snack, or you still have your water to finish, um, which is a big thing. I'm drinking water. Um, hour by hour, forget that hour, it's past. Don't beat yourself up. Like the whole beating yourself up is what was the biggest thing that I had to learn to get rid of. It's a mental thing that keeps you from going to the next level. I believe that negative thoughts, negative beat downs are all from a dark place. So I don't want to feed into that. Again, it goes back to my faith. So I start thinking about the positives next meal. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to eat all my protein. I'm going to eat my greens. I'm going to drink my water and then great. Accomplish that next one. Dang it. I messed up, but you know what? I still got another meal and it's never let's restart on Monday. It's always let's, let's get it the next hour. Let's get it the next meal. Um,
1: so that then let me ask you a question yes. right there. So we say JB Impacts, what you believe in your heart and you think in your mind will eventually become your words and Absolutely. become your reality. So help me on this, right? So a lot of people out there going, Hey, that sounds easy, Letitia. That sounds John, you're walking around having fun, you're motivational mm-hmm. all the time. But when you get into those ruts, how do you get over those roadblocks, Letitia? We know we can't be positive all the time, but yes. I know it takes the effort, it takes focus. What do you do to keep yourself positive? So when you do mess up mm-hmm. in that meal, how do you get yourself right back on track?
0: Honestly. It's who you surround yourself with.
1: I will be 100%
0: honest. When you start taking care of yourself, and I'm very passionate about this, when you start taking care of yourself and when you start really focusing on how to better yourself and you're doing the right thing and in prayer, I always, always pray when the times get difficult and when they're good, but the biggest thing is who you surround yourself by. This lifestyle, honestly, didn't just get me a great physique or a great mindset. It brought me all the right people because that was the energy I was attracting by focusing on myself. When you want to take care of yourself, you attract the people that want to take care of you. And naturally, without effort, the people that needed to go, the negative people, the toxic people, even if they're great humans, yes, but have a very negative mindset, negative energy, they naturally were pushed away through the positive thinking and the positive, um, actions that I was doing in my life. And so honestly, it's the people who you surround yourself by. I want to be that for you. I want to be that for my family. I want to be that for John, where people get around me and they just feel like there's an opportunity to be better. There's an opportunity to think right. So having the most incredible coaches past and present, my family, my friends, um, just knowing how much they believe in me and that they have gone through things as well, learning off of each other's stories, that's what keeps you going. But the biggest thing when I'm by myself is I pray. When I start to feel like negative on myself, I really do um, start to pray to God. I have really gotten into reading, which I highly recommend reading um, inspirational books, um, listening to inspirational podcasts like we're on right now, Um, really changing your scene around you in order to make a difference, you gotta you got to make a change. So I I never used to read before. I never used to listen to inspirational things. I kind of stopped even listening to music. And I listened to, you know, um, Machiavelli, like, Motivation. And I listened to this podcast. I listened to other athletes that I admire or even just uh, Christian speakers um, just— it's just who you surround yourself by, attracting that type of energy. That's what gets your mindset right. And I promise you, if even if you pick up on one of those things I just mentioned, it's going to make a difference in the way that you think and how you shift your mind when you do start recognizing these negative thoughts or these negative moments. Um, When you recognize that that's from a darker place and that that is nothing, um nothing—this is a, a very faithful thing, but nothing um, that's given from God is ever going to make you feel ashamed or doubtful or— Um, hurtful to yourself, Uh, you know, I feel that God only brings hope and compassion and um, just genuine good thoughts. So when I recognize that I'm feeling that way, that's what shifts my mind.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, you talked about the power of prayer, right? If you think about it, guys, when you're praying, you're putting yourself in what? A positive state of mind, right? So when you're praying, you're putting yourself in a positive state of mind. You're thinking good thoughts. And so whether you're meditating, praying, you got to stay focused on the positive all the time because you're surrounded by negativity everywhere. Pop on the news right now after you get off JP Impact's podcast. Yeah, not right now. When <laughs> you pop on the news, what are you gonna see? You're gonna see negativity. People wanna drag you down. Dra- drag you down, excuse me. But as you come up in the competitive industry, so how do you stay grounded? So one thing, um, I was in the competitive industry for a long time. I still compete, about every two years, I get up there with the dad bond and make things happen. But anyways, I stay competitive, but you're deep in the competitive world right now. So you're deep in it. So you're yes. going into national levels, you placed uh, top five in your first national competition how do you keep yourself grounded as you move forward to that pro level which i know you're going to be a pro in the near future
0: i believe it i believe it and i know it's going to happen and thank you for that Uh, it means a lot um what keeps me grounded you know that's so hard for me because it actually shocks me how people stop being grounded and how they stop being humble and i really do hope and pray i never get to a level where i forget how grateful I am for each of you or how grateful I am for these type of opportunities to speak where people want to hear about me. And so it actually blows my mind that, and it's very unfortunate that people do unground themselves, but what keeps me grounded. And I know it's kind of sounding repetitive too, is my mentors, uh, my coaches. I I have a phenomenal team pro physiques um, here in Arizona, but they're nationwide. Amazing, amazing team and coaches. And it's very personal. It's not... Um, oh, here's your your plan that I give everybody. It's personal based off of you as a person. And when we have questions on our life, on um, things that are going on, they're always so willing to be there to help you. And so when I go to these shows or like my national show, um, I, I mean, I, again, I, I think it would be my family. My family has always been, you, you better never treat people like they're less than you. You better never, um, you know, forget the blessings that you have and uh, a big thing, too, is looking back at my first pictures I ever took when I got into this. That's what keeps me grounded. That's what keeps me like, you know what? Like, I need to be grateful for this moment. I need to keep pushing forward because look at the changes I've made. I highly recommend you take pictures mm-hmm. and you look back at them. And um, and so being at the show, too, I made sure that I stood on the side and that I actually congratulated the people that, com- that competed because I knew that in that moment, you might feel like oh, I'm not good enough because of all these people. But you got to remember that you're the minority in a big population of people. You have to qualify to go to those shows. I was amongst amazing athletes. And so just to know that, that I was not even just placed amongst them, but that I was able to stand in a room and be competitive with these amazing individuals that worked so hard, that right there kept me humble and kept me grounded. And um, again, it goes back to, who I reflect myself online, who I reflect myself with my friends. I want that to be where people always speak about that. I don't want it to be like, oh, when you meet her, she's not anything like she seems online. Like, and that's why I keep a lot of my things about faith and family and friends. And, um, The people that have walked in and out of my life, my past relationship, um, you know, my past friends or my current friends, I've learned something from everybody. And they're all amazing people. And I'm grateful for all the opportunities I've had with the people that cross my path, because I do believe that God places the right people in your path, even if it's for a moment to learn. So being willing to listen, being willing to look and observe and knowing that everything is with a purpose that keeps me very focused on what I want to do because of the fact that I know everything has a purpose to it.
1: Awesome. So, well, you brought up another powerful thing is, is yes. uh, bodybuilding is, is a minority, right? Yes. So what would you say to the women out there or men out there that just want to get in shape? And, you know, if you don't have that specific goal, I know when right. I, why I do yeah. shows is because I know I'm getting on stage in my board shorts mm-hmm. yeah I don't want to embarrass myself, <laughs> right? So I have that goal in mind. I think about that. it keeps me focused, keeps me dedicated. Mm-hmm. When I'm not doing that show, I do pick up those cookies sometimes. I do mm-hmm. grab that piece of yeah. cake. So what would you decide? I say ate so six many-
0: donuts today. Sorry, coach.
1: Yeah, and she, she <laughs> some first snacks too. Don't laugh.
0: Yeah, fruit first snacks. Ice. I ate like three.
1: Sorry, Raven, and in the bell Three
0: packets. So <laughs>
1: but anyway, we're keeping it real, JB max. Yep. Um and I had a, a donut yesterday. But anyway, <laughs> so let's, let's get focused. Let's get refocused here. So for somebody who isn't in the competitive level, what would be your advice to them? How can they get motivated? How can they get on track? And what would be the first step for that person?
0: Honestly? When I started, it was not to be a bodybuilder. When I started, it was for that reason that I spoke of. I wanted to be healthy in my future pregnancy because I have hopes to have a family one day. I have hopes to carry children. I think that's a beautiful um, thing that we've been gifted with the ability to do as women. And I pray that I one day have that opportunity with somebody that I love. And, um, and so that right there was my motivation. And to see somebody I love do it was what motivated me. So find something that motivates you when you get started again look back at those pictures it does not take long to notice a difference and not only in your physical attributes but inside you start to sleep better your skin changes you start to think better your head's more clear when you start feeding and nourishing your body healthy things and that alone keeps you motivated because when you even take a step back you're like Dang, like I don't feel good. Like I I I mean, I, I figured that I was like lactose because I had ice cream and I was not having a good couple <laughs> of days. Like I, I'm, I'm being honest. honest. Yeah. <laughs> so ice cream's not on the menu, yeah. but um yeah, yeah, seriously. And when you <laughs> when you cleanse your body, um, you you recognize the toxic feelings of energy and of the things you put into your body. And then you start seeing a trend again when you bring the wrong people around you. When you're not taking care of yourself, you're like opening yourself to whatever energy comes by. And there's a lot of negative energy out there. So you start to recognize the impact of that. So that alone motivates you. But I promise you three months out, even making mistakes, you're going to see that physical difference. Six months out, you're going to be mind blown. And um, and then so on. And there comes times where you plateau, but that's when you make changes and you can lean on your mentor. You can contact me. I'll do my very best to help you Um, and you make changes. And anytime it hurts, like I always say, embrace the suck. I learned that from um, a past person and embrace the suck because when it starts to hurt, that's when you know you're doing something Mm -hmm. right. But there is so much win out of it. You don't have to be a bodybuilder to have a great physique. I ran into people in the gym and I'm like, dang, are you a bodybuilder? They're like, no, I've never competed before. I'm like, oh, they're like, I just like to do this because I want to be healthier because I'm a firefighter because whatever it is, it's you find that motivation that makes you want to do that. And hey, you might figure out that you will be a bodybuilder one day or that will become your passion because um you know through my journey that's what made me want to get into something push it to the next level but it doesn't have to be that to be successful you can impact people doing what you do every day without having that bodybuilder title that just happens to be my love and my passion and um and that happens to touch all of you guys which Mm -hmm. that's my motivation is your guys's dms and your messages oh my god i I've been blessed enough to where I don't get the creepy perverts. So please don't start now. Um, I get very, very wonderful people um, that write me and just say, hey, you don't know me, but I've been seeing your transformation photos and I just want to tell you that you've inspired me. What do you recommend for cardio? This, this, this and that. That means a lot to me, guys, because I have those moments. Where I literally lay there. I cry a lot, actually. And my 4 a.m. fasted cardio runs and my time with God and just really asking, why am I doing this to myself and whatnot? And, and, and then I open up my phone and I know that that's my answer. And I have somebody saying, because you did this, I am doing this now. And I love my transformation. Those touch me the most and actually is making me emotional because. Um, ooh, this past, go. Know, go. 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 um, this past, I know I'm such a crier. Um, this past, national show, I opened up my phone seconds, minutes after I got off the stage and the level of, uh, the magnitude of gratitude that I have for the messages I received were so beautiful. And I had people from all over Dallas, Texas and Colorado and New Jersey and Uh, home, uh, my family in Mexico, everywhere, just people just congratulating me. And it was the most beautiful feeling. And I knew in that moment, what I do is because of you guys, is because of my faith, is because of my family. Because if I'm inspiring you guys through what I'm doing, that right there is enough for me. Um, Because I want you guys to feel the level of accomplishment that I feel and the level of self-love. I feel like when you start really focusing on you, you automatically don't want to share yourself with somebody who doesn't appreciate you. Um, I will be single till the end of time if that's mm-hmm. the case because I work so hard on myself that I only want to share it with somebody who values it, somebody who appreciates it. Even in friends, I'm not going to keep friends around if they don't value and appreciate the person I am because I value and appreciate who they are. And so... Thank you for all the love that everybody has shown me and will show me from this moment forward and from the past when I had one follower to when I have 3,000. It doesn't matter. I, I appreciate all of you so much. And the messages is what really, really, really touched me and continues to touch me. And I think I cried like five times today Um, just really reflecting on what this past couple of days was. It was the most beautiful experience Um, To touch that many people
1: well, you've inspired so many people And, and she said something really amazing is that every single one of you even if you don't want to be a competitive bodybuilder right every single one of you has something inside of you that is a special gift that you can bring out to the world and bring that out to anybody, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you just need to find that inside of yourself. But what we're talking about is getting your body moving, making yourself feel good about yourself from the inside out. So I want to talk about something very, very powerful mm-hmm. is your daily routine. So what does it oh mean you I think you're the only one that oh my responds God. to my messages with a little heart the little hearts, <laughs> whatever the like in the morning. At four I love in the morning, it. But let's talk about your That routine. motivates me. 4 a.m. fasted cardio. Let's we'll talk about your day.
0: So my days are pretty the same. Um so I wake up at 3:50 every morning. Dang. Um I know, I wake up at 3:50 every morning and it's become easier because it's now a consistent routine. Um the thing I learned this prep is uh, especially when you want to accomplish a, a major goal in a certain amount of time is keeping your your plans your days consistent. Um consistency is key and I they say that and I believe it now. And it I, I mean, I know some of you have seen I post like my alarms. And so um, every meal that I eat when I have to go to bed and when I wake up, so I wake up at 350, I am outside by four and I run for 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes, just a jog um, during that time is my prayer time. Um, I don't listen to music. I listen to motivational speeches and and talks and podcasts because at that time is the starting of my day and that's the foundation of my day and that needs to be positive. Um, after that, I get ready for work. Um, the biggest key is actually if you guys see me I know my work people um I carry a big backpack with all six of my meals like oh, like that's the size of me I'm 4 foot 11 by the way everybody I I have been told I look taller on Instagram <laughs> that's all fake that's all angles um mm-hmm. uh, if I stood up right now I wouldn't even like cover the camera yeah. um but anyways, a yeah I have a, I actually lifted my seat cuz <laughs> I was like <laughs> um so anyways um I carry my meals with me meal planning is key even if you're not a competitor Meal planning is key because when you let yourself get hungry, um, that's when you start snacking on whatever it is around you. Um, So I pack all my meals and each meal has, yes, I still have carbs. Um, Not all my meals have carbs, but the vast majority do. I have um, my protein, I have my greens and my fats. Um, so I kind of touch on everything. My, my coaches are very big on um, making sure I'm, I'm completely nourished correctly. So can I and we question real quick? So yeah. you talked
1: about protein. So what type, what type
0: of protein? Protein. Uh, well, when it gets closer to competition, it's a whole lot of tilapia to the point where I should be a tilapia mm-hmm. because I eat a lot of it. Um, chicken, grilled chicken. Um, I do shrimp. Um, I love shrimp. And then um, I do have uh, ground turkey. And then um, when it's a little further from competition, ground bison, I love ground bison. Um, and, um, those are typically my proteins. How about your fats? Um, my fats are, um, avocado, um, almonds, um, in my oatmeal, which is my favorite meal of the day. Um, and then, um, sweet, wait, sweet potato. That's like my carb. carb. That's a carb. Mm -hmm. Sorry guys. See, see, you're not always perfect. (laughs) Uh, I'm like, that's, that tastes like fats, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Um, but avocados are big. And then, um, oh, my peanut butter is really big for that. Yeah. Which is delicious. I love that. Um, and then. For my greens, it's asparagus. Um, Spinach is my favorite. I have spinach with like every meal. Um, That's typically what it is. When it gets closer to show, um, that's when I take or it becomes like asparagus because it's a natural diuretic. So um, it pulls your water. But spinach is like my biggest thing um, to help digest your food. Your greens help you like digest it. So, um, and for everybody that's on the camera, I'm sorry I look like a Oompa Loompa. This is the after effects of your tan. So we look all dark on stage. Yeah, and he's actually super, super, (laughs) yeah, natural tan over here, and this is fake, fake and bake right here.
1: Um, Can I ask you another question? Yes. You talked about the prep. So, what is the hardest thing about a prep? (laughs)
0: Like the whole. Uh, The hardest thing about the prep, I would say, well, one, the obvious is the temptations around you because you're surrounded by people who are enjoying their their meals, their fast food that smells so good, especially when you work in the office. Um, So just really making sure that you keep your mind um, just really straight on what your goal is. And when you start to have the consistency in your plan, you, you see the effects of when you make a mistake, which don't beat yourself up, you see the effects though. So you really question it's about... Like, really stopping and just thinking about it before you actually do it. Um, and another thing is um, water intake was a big thing. I, I drink a gallon a day, but I had to up it to a gallon and a half. And then there came a point in the prep where you have to up it to two gallons a day. That is not easy. Like, you can't just drink when you're thirsty. You have to, like, drink... And keep drinking for a while um, every time you take a drink out of your gallon. Um, because you have to complete your water. Water is very important. So can I ask
1: you a question? Yes. So we, talk, we have a podcast that talks just yes. about water. People thought it was Ooh. crazy, but people love that podcast. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I, I know yeah. that one. So and what, tell alkaline. me, why is
1: water so important?
0: Uh, water is important for multiple reasons. I mean, for energy, it helps you, I mean, even burn fat. Like when you're, when you're fueling yourself with water, it clears out your skin. Um, I mean... It, 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 I believe it or not that's what helps you not blow is having water in your system um it, and burning fat the reason why i say that is that's why you sweat so much when you're running and everything because the water that you're putting into your body is just helping energize you and pump you through your workouts and your day um water is important for multiple reasons um physical uh traits that you can see and internalizing um water is key to like everything and um and, I mean, gosh, it's crazy how people don't drink water. Um, I used to be one of them. And, um, and I, I mean, I even realize the difference now coming out of prep. I haven't been up on my my gallon of water, and you could just even feel yeah. it, yeah. like, the energy-wise and um, just the effects of it. So water is very, very important. And I did listen to that podcast, and I think everybody should talk about it because it is yeah. important. And people just kind of put it aside right. like it's nothing. And so, um, yeah. That's definitely awesome. So I yeah. want
1: to talk futuristically, right? Yes. So JV Impacts, I put my mind out into the world. I talk mm-hmm. openly, right? So yes. this is going to be the number one motivational brand in the whole world. Be ready for it, guys. In 24 months, it will be. So talk about what you're going to put into the universe. What is the future for Leticia Villafon?
0: Okay, so what I'm throwing out into the universe, and I'm a big person that thinks that. And when I say the universe, to me, it's what I'm throwing out to God, and it goes hand in hand with mm-hmm. each other, the God, the universe, um, and what you say will ma- be manifested. But you have to believe it. You can't just say it. So I actually envision what I want. So during this prep, when I would go running, I would envision myself standing on stage and raising my arm, like when they call my number, and standing there in the top five um, and receiving my trophy, I realized I need to be a little more specific. So next time I'm going to envision myself in the middle, uh, getting my pro card. Um, but I'm forever grateful for the opportunity I had with my fourth place. I cherish it. Like, ugh, it means so much to me. Um, but what I'm going to throw out there and I told John this story right before I, um, right before we went live, there were two girls in, um, my team who are amazing. Um, they wrote on the hotel, a pad that they would become IFBB pros. Um, that next day, like the actual date, whatever the date was, it was the 30th, August 30th. And um, they said their names, I will be an IFBB Pro on August 30th, 2017, be specific. Because um, it could be like 2086, and that's not necessarily what I want. <laughs> um, so, um, and both of them, um, they put the note under their pillow, and both of them woke up the next day and were awarded their um, IFBB Pro cards. So, um, I actually had did that. Um, my last show I said I would be nationally qualified um on the day of my show and I and I hung it up in my office and I saw it every day and manifested on it thought about it and I did get nationally qualified at that show and what was crazy was top 2 usually gets na- uh, nationally qualified um, and I wasn't specific that I that I would get first or second. So I walked off that stage thinking that I didn't get it. Mm. and um, and then I found out that the show that was coming up, the one I just did, only required the top five um, to be nationally qualified for that show. Wow. And so it was very powerful. I wasn't specific enough, but I was specific enough to where it got me that. And now that I have made top five within a national show, I am nationally qualified to compete in any national show for the next year. Um, And so um, I am just so blessed and so happy. And it's just incredible how it works. So what I'm throwing out there is.
1: I'm going to write it
0: down. Yes, please. Um, I need to get the date, but I will be an IFB IFBB Pro. I will be awarded my Pro Card this year in Miami in November when I go to compete amongst all the greater athletes out there. And I'm going to do everything it takes to get there. And um, with the IFBB Pro Card, I want to make sure I continue to touch even more lives um, and even more people that can look at me and and be inspired. Because something I did notice was a lot of the the, um, bodybuilders that I look up to, um, they are men, like they talk about their motivational stuff, what inspires them. There's very few women that I see that are on podcast or and maybe there are some you guys can let me know which ones you you like a lot. Um, but like very few women that actually get on there and outside of their workouts talk about like the real life struggle of um, the good and the bad and the hard and um, really vulnerably talking about it on camera. And so um, I've been getting an itch inside of me to do YouTube and to um, podcast. And to start recording myself um, in my hard moments, um, in real life, too, outside of bodybuilding, my my heartaches, my my family struggles. Um, my mom recently um, was diagnosed with cancer, and mm-hmm. God blessed her enough to—we've cleared a chemo exactly. and everything. And she is so good right now and so healthy and such a blessing. She's a big motivation to me, too, um, especially seeing her go through that. And she never stops smiling. So— Um, I know that that's what carries me on during my hardships. But anyways, I want to be able to get in front of a camera. And they always say that when you feel an itch for something, do it. Because that's God telling you, Mm -hmm. you need to do this. And so um, now that I'm in off season for a very little bit of time, because I'm about to go into prep again, um, I'm going to start recording my workouts and start recording how I feel. And I'm going to talk about those really vulnerable moments too, um, about life and faith and and reality, um, so that I can continue to motivate and encourage all of you Um, And that you guys can have somebody you can come to to know that, okay, this is a woman, IFBB pro bodybuilder, um, you know, who is very real and um, talks about everything even outside of her training. And so um, that's what's next for me. That's why I want that card. I want to touch more people. I don't just want that title. I want to be able to touch a bigger volume of people um, because I feel like that's helped me the most and I want to be that woman athlete or that woman faithful, godly girl that people look up to and can come to for real life stuff and see that nobody's perfect, so.
1: You're gonna go really far because one thing that you guys need to understand is that the whole social media space is absolutely changing. So as we talk about in JV Impacts, we're gonna be honest and authentic, right? (laughs) I love corporate America. We're We're building this business brick by brick. We're starting at zero all the way to hero. And when people are authentic now on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, that's when you're going to get the real followers, guys. People are tired of the fake. People mm-hmm. are tired of the people fronting, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the stuff that I have, the beautiful home that I have is from my corporate job. I love them. I appreciate them so much. They did so much for me. I left my mm-hmm. own personal journey, but we're starting from zero. Now, Then authenticity is so, so much needed right now, so mm-hmm. thank you for that. Yes. So I got it written down. I Pro in Miami in November, and you know I can't spell, so I spelled my
0: <laughs> <laughs> Great. Hey, if it power, messes up, it's his fault.
1: the mind, everybody. <laughs> the guy that can't spell wrote a damn book so think yes. about that right yes so you can do
0: anything you put your mind to
1: <laughs> what you believe in your mind <laughs> you believe in your heart will become your reality absolutely. so absolutely very very powerful but you brought up something that you know you got to have belief right you got to yes. have belief and then she talked about taking action now guys you don't have to have the resources to take action
0: oh i believe that a too. year
1: ago i didn't even know how to podcast mm-hmm. and here we are on JV impacts with an and national god will put level the right people in body, your path going to be a pro in miami think about that guys if you have a dream do it. Mm-hmm. Take massive action. The resources will show up. The resources will show up. So please stop holding back on your dreams. Let Letitia be your inspiration. So, all right, guys, we promised you a lightning round, which I'm very, very excited about. So you're going to see us moving around a lot. Yeah, because
0: I can't read from <laughs> here.
1: <laughs> it's going to be, you know, we're going to be on the podcast. Just a couple reminders out there. We're live on Facebook. We're live on Instagram. We're on YouTube. Say hi, YouTube. Hi, YouTube. So what's going to be happening. <laughs> Just to let you guys know. We're going to be putting the YouTube video up. We're going to give that to Letitia. She put it out to whoever she wants. Yes. This will be on JB Impacts podcast you can get that on iTunes Stitcher Libsyn www.jbimpacts.com <laughs> Uh, a couple things out there as well. Uh, one thing that I want to put out to the universe is Letitia, we need a sponsor for her. Oh, we need yes. To, uh, yeah, that's what that's what we're my biggest for. thing. So, I know we got a couple people coming on this podcast. You know, I want to shout her out. She's a great ambassador, great attitude. And as you said, she's going to be true and authentic. And this girl's going to blow up. So if you want to get on there now, uh, let's make it happen. So, what we're going to do is we've got the low battery, Sorry. Uh, just being <laughs> honest and transparent. <laughs> we're going to get this rocket and rolling. So, now we're going <laughs> to answer some questions, guys. So we're gonna take our headphones off. We're yes. just gonna talk right into the I mic. I can't
0: see anything unless I put my face up here. I wish I had Snapchat filters so that you guys can see me like that. Oh, <laughs> I love you too, everybody.
1: So, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna move it up over here. We're gonna come oh, to yay. the mics. Okay. okay, good. So, we're gonna put it right on the t shirt. You don't wanna see Johnny V. All right, guys. So, we're gonna put it right on the t shirt. I have
0: astigmatism. That's something you guys should know. So, I'm not wearing my contacts.
1: So, <laughs> anybody have questions out there? So, if you have questions, let us Please know. Please
0: ask. I don't even know how this works, to be honest, guys. I have never done this I'm before. Grab wipe on my headphones. Yes. Aw, yes. Ash Dallas, you can do my tan for the next one. And then, let's see. Oh, you guys are so cute. Um, okay. Wow. Can we, just any questions you guys have, you guys are so loving on here. Oh, Nikki, I speak good. That's good. Cause this is my first time because, oh, I should angle it like this. Cause
1: it looks better like that. Um, let's see. So bring the questions guys. want the questions. Yes.
0: You can really ask anything. Oh mom, I love you. Oh, you figured out how to use it mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just whatever you guys want to ask. Here, I'll turn this around too. Or even whatever questions you might have, Jeremy. <laughs> I don't even know how this works. Even have. How All right, so I have do, a oh, question. How do you keep a full-time job and also work so hard in the gym? Great. Oh, Nikki, thank you, babe. I know you firsthand because you're family, so you know how that works. That. Um, Whew. Uh, I would say the biggest thing is really scheduling your day. I mean, when I talk about like knowing how your day works. Oh yeah, I never continued off of that. Um, packing my meals, staying on top of the consistency of the hours that I'm on, or um, when I have to eat, and then making it fit in your plan. Um, and so I go right after work to the gym, um, making sure that I time that out too, that I don't sit there at the gym with wasted time. That I need to make sure that I get my work done during that time frame. So putting my phone away um and just really focusing on what the job entails um so the biggest thing i think i needed to learn this season and i'm going to go into my next season really knowing is um how to do work-life balance um and friends and family because i isolated myself for some time which works to get a goal done but at the same time we got to live and so i really got to make sure that i focus on work-life balance but never let that be an excuse uh, just scheduling your days out is really going to pre-planning ahead of time if you have a dinner coming up make sure you put that into your plan um, just because it makes it easier on you it's less stressful and it allows you to do different things rather than just kind of being scattered all over the place so thank yeah, you So, I have that. a
1: couple questions for you yes. coming up over here so one was uh, they have trouble drinking one glass of water a day so how do you get that routine in the water and another question that came up was Um, is a morning workout or evening workout better? So let's do the water question first.
0: Okay, so water question, buy a gallon. You have to buy a gallon. That's the only way that you can actually see it. And I know it's kind of hard because sometimes I drink it and the water like pours on my face. So um, even grabbing a gallon and just using it to pour in your cup and and even your pre-workout, whatever you use, use the gallon so you can really measure out that water and know that you're doing like your water intake. So having that gallon is what helps me 100%.
1: Next one, what uh, What was the uh, morning workout or evening workout? What's the
0: best? Uh, honestly, <sighs> I do... I- I prefer, I do evenings, but I prefer mornings because my natural energy is very high in the morning. And so um, it's very good to get out there so you can get that energy going and the blood flowing and it keeps you awake and happy. But um, whatever time you can get, I mean, I get the job done in the evening too. It's what your preference is. Um, But morning runs are really good on an empty stomach. Fasted cardio has done huge things for me um, because you're burning through that excessive fat that you didn't burn through over the night. And so it really helps you kind of get that leap ahead. So- I do my fasted cardio in the morning. Awesome. Um, I have one more on Facebook, then we'll go back to Instagram.
1: So we're live on Facebook on JBM Impact. We're on Instagram on Letitia Villafona. All right. So we got one from Marco here. What's the biggest obstacle you had to overcome when you first started getting healthy eating? Hi, Marco.
0: Um eliminating cravings. Like I still get cravings, but when you have a certain type of thing, like I had a lot of fast food that was in my life before working in the office. I know. Hi, Marco. Is that a Marco that we know? Yeah, yeah! yeah we love Marco. Um, and So um, I had a lot of like eating fast food and stuff. So um, just staying consistent to the plan, because once you get into that, like role, you start eliminating those like bad habits and start eliminating those cravings. So it's the cravings that were hard, but just keep to it again. If it sucks, and it means something's working, and then eventually it starts to become easier because you develop a habit. Ooh, so, sorry about that. I, um, I know I like lying. shook. I shook my Instagram. Um, let me see. Sorry, guys, again with the whole awkwardness. I know I can't function.
1: Do you feel our? Do you sport guys want to look at me or her? Uh, probably
0: her. William, you know you're the best. Thank you for writing. Do you feel our sport is taboo or is too taboo for having an open relationship with God? By the way, you're so amazing. Aw. <laughs> I, I seriously get touched with all of that. Um... Do I feel our sport is taboo with having an open relationship with God? You know what's interesting is that when I came in here, I actually asked John, is it okay if I mention like my faith in God and and all of that? And so, um, We love God. Yes, we really do. And, um, and so I don't necessarily know, but what I did realize is that a lot of people do say, again, this is why I said I want to be really authentic and I want to be that person that you can like look to and see that whether I'm online or I'm in my post, that I reflect the same woman that I say that I am and that I want to be and continue to be. And I do feel that there has been athletes that have given it to God, said about God, and then you see them, don't want to judge, but you see them and they have a whole different attitude or a whole different um, persona or goal, or and it's completely outside of what they're saying. And so, um, you know, and being in that spotlight, I do think it's very important to reflect who you really are, um, because there's a lot of people who look up to you when they meet you. Be that person. And so, if that's not you, I, in talking about faith and God, and you really have nothing to say about it, or really don't have a, a foundation of how you really feel about that, like that's unfortunate. Like you know, because that is why people are coming to you if that's who you're f- reflecting you are. So be that person. I you know, I don't know if that really answered your question, but kind of went on a rant. No, that was
1: great. You, you talked about it. it's important, guys. Like she asked me a question before we started this. Podcast podcast. And one thing we're always going to be transparent on is she asked me, can I talk about my faith in God? I said, absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's your foundation. That's what you believe in. And so it's very, very important to be honest and authentic. So thank you for that. Yes. All right, guys, keep the questions coming. How Facebook. How many
0: uh, JNTTSLV, how many cheat meals will you have um, a week during off season?
1: You just ate some fruit snacks.
0: I know. I'm like, that was my cheat. No. Um, I Well, during on season, I have one cheat meal a week, um, not a cheat day. It's cheat meal and during my off season, you know, like I mentioned, I'm about to go right back into prep again, um, to start prepping for my next, uh, my next show. And so, um, I'll be back in the whole one cheap meal a week. And, um, during, um, my off seasons though, I still try to keep it very, uh, whole foods, very organic, um, to maintain, I mean, it's a lifestyle. It wasn't like, it's not just a, a prep now. It's a lifestyle that I've developed. So I feel good when I eat my whole foods. I feel good when I eat my, um, greens and my protein and whatnot. So, um, I'll probably still stick to one cheat meal. Um, I listen to my coach, so we'll see what she okay. says. Um, it, can I, can I Renee Harshie, by All the way, that I love question, you. Great question. Yes.
1: Uh, what is your cheat meal?
0: Oh, my cheat meal. Um, Okay, so they they really encourage, like, burgers and stuff and burgers and fries. But I'm not really a big, like, burger person. Like, Uh, I'm a big, like, pasta person. Um, And so pasta, like, so chicken alfredo or something like that. But I really haven't done that in a while. I usually stick to my burger with fries. Um, There's a purpose to it. And it really strikes up your metabolism when you do follow that. Um, But or we do refeeds. Refeeds is just adding more carbs or adding more um, fruits to your plan to that you already have, um, to get your metabolism going. So I usually do a refeed, which is my oatmeal. So I get like a bigger cup of oatmeal and I put blueberries and peanut butter. And that's like my happiness. I know some of you see me on my Snapchat and stuff. I'm always like dancing every time I have my oatmeal. Yeah. That's real life dance. Cause that's happiness. Um, but yes. And then, um, let's see. Um, I just love you guys. So supportive And then no way. Zoe 3423, since you have qualified for Miami, will you change your workout routine or stick with what you've been doing? Um, (laughs) I know. Shout out. You're so great. Your message yesterday really touched my heart, too, by the way. so my routine, I'm going to find out, I'm going to meet with my coaches, um, this week and see what my feedback was from my national show. And I'll let you guys know what that was and, um, see what it is that they feel. Maybe I was, if I came in too hard for bikini, or maybe I needed to be a little more, um, conditioned somewhere else. Um, so for now, yes, the, the cardio in the morning, cardio in the evening, um, hit cardio sprints in the evening, fasted cardio in the morning. That worked a lot, focusing a lot of my glute and hammies. I know um, a bunch of you mentioned my, um, gluten hammy top which thank you very much because i worked very hard on those and so i uh, just really continuing focusing on that less biceps <clears throat> they look like babies right now but they're bigger in person i swear um less biceps and um continue working shoulder back and so everything will probably stay very similar to the same Yeah, we got,
1: um, we got a question on facebook yes. what is prep and what goes into it so real quick what is prep so when people say prep
0: um Prep is the time frame at least this is for me. I all you other athletes out there uh, might have a different thing. But um, prep is the time frame that we have until of a sh- till show. So, um yes. And the question on here about do who do I receive my preps from my coaches do my preps so they figure out based off of my body, my goal. Um, what my fats are, my carbs, my protein, my greens, and how my meals look. So prep is the time frame. So eight week prep, six week prep, 12 week prep, depending how much time, depending on your coaches, um, it is till the show. And that is um, the time period that we have to build our bodies, cut, cut down, get lean, build up, whatever it is that you have to do, that prep time is what's um, what's important. So that's what prep is. I got a
1: really powerful question. Here oh yeah. Says, everybody has different definitions of success and perseverance. Seeing yourself now, did you have a different definition five years ago? Great question, Marco.
0: Oh, wait. So did I have a different perception of? Yeah. So
1: for example, five years ago, before you started all this, but well, two years ago, I guess, did you have a different definition of success? Right. So like for me, for example, when I was a competitive bodybuilder for 10 years straight, and that was my life, I had team Vasquez bodybuilding Uh and all that stuff. My definition of success was winning shows. Now, for me, my definition of success is taking care of my wife, making my wife happy. That
0: is really good. Um, Yes, because what used to be my measurement of success, and I'll be honest, I just talked to my mom about this, um, was um, the trophy. I wanted the trophy. I I just wanted to place it. I just wanted the trophy. Um, Why is that important? Because I feel like that's a marker of, like, you've done it. Like, here's your trophy. This is your proof. And... When um, I didn't, my first show, get a trophy, I um, it, I took it really, really hard. I placed six amongst whatever amount of competitors, but I like let that go. It was my first show. I didn't get a trophy. I was upset. Um, my boyfriend at the time was a very big blessing with uh, coming off the stage and talking to me about what is success. It's the journey to the stage, um, the amount of people that you touch, the amount of people that you um, impact. And even then, yes, that sunk with me, but it wasn't really until This show, um, I had another coworker say the same type of thing, and so it really hit me again, and it brought me back to that moment when I walked off the stage before, and seeing the the transformation photos for myself. The reason why I post them is because I want you guys to see that it's an average person with a goal, and it's attainable. Like you can do whatever it is that you want to do. You could be whoever you want to be, and um, now my measurement of success is those messages. Is you know being amongst these competitors alone in that room, period, is a measurement of success. Um, Looking back and seeing the changes that I made, even from my last show, is a success. So um, one of the girls from work wrote me and said, I just want you to know that even if this isn't the outcome that you want, just know that because of you, I've changed my complete lifestyle. Her name is Yesenia and I love her to death. Um, that moment really hit me because I was very upset. And I was like, if I can't do this, what if I, what if I don't bring in the right body like this, 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 and this. And she's like, it's not about that. Like you have touched so many of us. And, um, and she's like, so I just want you to remember that. And she was one of the first people to write me when I came off that stage too. So, um, that is definitely a beautiful question. Thank you. My measurement of success, of course, feels good with the trophy. I saw how many girls were crying that they didn't receive one. So I'm even more grateful for that fourth place um, because of that. And so, um, yeah, so it's about the journey to the stage.
1: Awesome. Hey, Jair, how are you doing? Jair, where where are you at? I know you're a different uh, state now. So, hey, I saw uh, you. are doing big things all out these there, old too. I see some stuff coming us. out. So we'd love to see you. Best of luck to you as well. I see you got big things coming as well.
0: Um. My meal prep recipes, Chrishell, I love you, so supportive, um, always, um, are from my coaches. They are the masterminds. And my meal prep, uh, Fit Choice Foods, is who actually preps all my proteins for me. I I do my greens, um, and I do my carbs. Sometimes I do my carbs through them, too. Um, But they are amazing. And um, it's actually my coach's business. And I'm not just saying that because I'm biased or whatever. She's an incredible person, incredible human being, her and her husband. And they have this great business and their food is all uh, custom made. They've done everything, all the recipes. um, And it tastes like that. Like it tastes like home cooked food. So um, can we get a home
1: of that.
0: I can like, actually, I tag them in a few of my meal preps, but fit choice foods, awesome. uh, search them on um, Instagram and you'll see them. They're incredible. So, um, I mean, I mark, I mark that with my words. That's
1: so amazing. that's amazing. Awesome. Any more questions out there, guys? Any
0: more questions, my loves?
1: Like we said, those listening to the podcast tomorrow, New Jersey. live on Facebook, I love you guys. Instagram and we're on YouTube too. So, uh, we're just going raw and authentic and live. So any other questions?
0: I was literally doing push-ups before this guys. Cause she I wanted was. my arms to look she like was. legit. So I hope they look legit <laughs> no, I <was> <laughs> from every that. angle. Yeah. No, John wasn't. Was it was just me by myself while awesome. I was eating my fruit snacks. Mm-hmm. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, get closer to the camera. Who's who's your, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. There. Am I closer? I'm good. Okay. I love you, Nikki. Um, Oh, Sharon, always so supportive too. Who is your biggest inspiration? Um, Nikki, that was for you and everybody else, but Nikki asked for it. So Um, my biggest inspiration, um, oh, mine cut out because of the battery. I think, wait, let's see. Oh, oh, oh. oh,
1: so Facebook, I know Instagram yeah. cut out. All right. Well, we're going to keep on rocking. Okay, keep rocking go the lightning round. Let's see. Is there any other questions out there? So no other questions, but we're going to wrap up this podcast yes. right now. So uh, I want you to give us a message. So we're still live on the podcast. Give us a message of hope. Give us a message of inspiration, motivation. What do you want the world to know about Letitia Villafana? And what do you want to know? Just let the world know. Um, How you feel, motivate them, get them inspired. The mic is yours.
0: Honestly, I the what what I want everybody to know is that um, when I really started seeing the biggest differences in my journey and the way that I feel and the people that I come across and the love that I've received, um, it has been when I got closer to God. I felt like the less, the, the more things came to me, but I was less stressed about it. I was less questionable about it um, through my faith. And um, the way I grew that was surrounding myself with people who were very uh, close to God And also, um, reading inspirational things every day. I post every single day an inspirational daily devotional, um, on my, um, from Joel Olstein, who I love, um, and his podcasts are amazing too, um, on my Instagram and Snapchat because I want you guys to feel that same thing. And, um, I just want you guys to see my goal is I ask God to not award me my IFBB Pro card until I reflect. Um, the woman he wants me to be until I reflect a woman of faith in my walk, in my words, in my transformation, in my post. And um, and so I know when that time comes, it's going to be because of that, because I talked to God about it, because I uh, made that promise that, you know, I will be awarded it when I reflect that. So I just want you guys to know that anything you put your mind to, I'm just an ordinary girl. I started with Instagram with 10 followers and, hey, I'm going to do this fitness thing, guys. Cool. A lot of people did not believe in me. A lot of people questioned it. A lot of people made fun of me about it, um, made me feel like I was uh, uh, like really isolated like by myself. And I um, never let that get to me because of the people I surround myself with. So um, I just do what you want to do and don't let the world alter and change who you are. Um, pray about it. Throw it out into the universe, even if it sounds like the craziest idea, and just let God place the right people and the right things in your path, and you will be awarded. And that's the biggest thing I live by. And my biggest inspiration for the person who had asked on Instagram um, is definitely my family. Um I have a beautiful family. Like I said, my mom battled cancer and um, never let that dim her light, like always stay faithful to God and trusted God. And so to see someone go through that um, and not make it seem like it was that big of a deal, Um, is what motivates me during those hard times to keep going. Um, Because if she can handle that, I can handle, you know, a a, a little bit of suffering or a little bit of hurt or a little bit of whatever it may be, um, because that's a real life battle. And so this is my choice, my sport, my passion. And so I'm going to do what it takes as long as it doesn't sacrifice my health and my faith and my happiness. Um, I'm going to continue as long as it's fun. Keep doing it. If it doesn't become fun, then you need to make a change because nothing should be like not fun that you're doing to um, invest yourself in. So uh, thank
1: you for the inspiration. So yes. we want to give you a moment too to give shout outs. Anybody you like to give shout outs to, uh, you can give websites, whatever you like to do. Podcasting is all about networking and helping other businesses grow. And that's what we're here to do at JV impact. So any shout outs you'd like to put out there in the world?
0: Um, I would like to give shout outs to Renee. Hershey, um, my current coach, she is like my, my mother, my sister, my best friend, my coach. She's the most beautiful mentor I could ever have asked for. God really did a great doing when he put her in my path. Um, She's there for me through everything, um, everything personal and um, physical and whatever it may be. She's always there to help me. Um, I would love to give shout-outs to my family, my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, and my nieces. They are my biggest inspiration. They're my biggest cheerleaders. Even if they don't understand the sport, they're like, out there cheering me on. They're like, I don't know what that means, but hey, cool. She got first call out and, um, you know, always there to receive me off the stage. Um, I would like to give um, just a shout out to, um, I mean, you guys too for giving me the opportunity to speak my story. I've never done this before Um, and just, Everyone, I mean, um, my work uh, being so supportive. uh, Everybody reaching out to me and and just really wishing me luck. And all the people who don't know me and tune in and ask questions and reach out to me. I I love you guys. It's awesome the amount of support you give me. But definitely my uh, my team, Pro Physiques. Oh my God, Damien and Whitney, my um, coaches. They're incredible. I uh, uh, she's I I don't know what I would have done without you guys. Um, They're a family. They're a family. And when you have that team, that's a family. Oh my God, it makes you want to work harder for them. Um, and I i just couldn't thank them enough. So.
1: Awesome. We thank yeah. you so much. Well, everybody, want to thank you today for joining the JVM Impacts podcast. We are yes. mission to impact someone's life every single day. Now, a couple of reminders out there. We got Royce to Riches, The Fall and Rise of a Spiritual Man, coming out in about 30 days here at JVM Impacts. Don't forget to visit us at wwjvimpacts.com and follow us on our n One Strategy. Our and one strategy is to inspire and motivate people all over the world that we need your help. What that means is send this podcast to one person who who has not heard it yet. You'll help us fulfill our mission of impacting someone's life every single day. I want to say I love you and I want to remind you what you believe in your heart and you think in your mind will eventually become your words and become your reality. We love you. Love you guys. Thank Thank you you so
0: much.